everybody, I'm Adam Hergenrother. This is Business Meets Spirit Shadow. We believe in 200% life, 100% outer world, 100% inner world. Hallie, what does the 200% life mean to you? I don't know. I feel like you're kind of catching me at a bad time. I know. That's why I'm trying to do that. Because, um, But that is no. the actual appropriate time for you to share this with our friends. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is that marrying and kind of bringing together the internal world and the external world and how I kind of... I mean, how I attempt to go about it in my everyday life is when I'm work when I'm at work and in the business world because that's a huge part of my life. Yes, that's the outer world. Well, isn't work in in general really like a, a really important part for everyone's life? No, it doesn't mean that it doesn't take up a lot of their time. But the people, I think, the importance that people place on work is completely subjective. Just because it takes up a certain amount of time, so does sleep. But I mean, not everyone thinks sleep is important. Just like, really? yes, I think sleep's important. Well, right. You do. But some people could care less. They don't aren't tracking their sleep. They're not caring what time they go to bed. They don't really care what time they wake up. It's just part of their life. Work is like that for a lot of people, too. It's just a thing that they have to do or a thing that they get to do. But there's not like this importance and significance placed on it. Like there is for me and a lot of our listeners where they put so much significance into the work that they do. So how does somebody bring more 200% life spirituality into the business and workplace? Yeah. So, um, well, well how have you specifically done yeah, that? Working on, uh, detaching or separating my identity from my work. That has been a big one, which I still struggle with on occasion. We were just having a conversation where, Clearly, I was putting a lot more of my identity probably behind trying to figure out what it is that you want or what you want from me and to deliver, but not from a, like a logical way, but more from like a, what do you want from me <laughs> kind of way. But it wasn't that you, you weren't doing it to, to me. I was making it more, more of an issue because my identity is still loosely tied, but it's still tied to it. Um, so that was a huge, huge thing that I've been working on over the past probably like five years is separating my worth and my identity as a person with my success and um, value and what I deliver in, a, in the work environment. And I think a lot of people who are high achievers struggle with that. And that's for me how I bring the 200% life together, specifically in the work environment. I mean, when I'm more in the rest of my life, I try to make sure I'm staying very present in what I'm doing, like when I am home. Yes, I serve a role as a wife and a dog mom, but I'm not attached to those roles like yeah. I am in uh, in, in work. Yeah. I never really became attached to any of those particular roles, and I'm much, I can be more present. That took a lot of work as well because I was never present because my mind was always on work. So... Um, so that's kind of, I mean, for me, it's just about letting go a lot of the identity ego, maybe, yeah. um, working on becoming much more present and whatever it is I am doing. And, um, well, I think the 200% yeah. life concept is the, how do you bring spirituality into the business workplace? I mean, I think it'll exactly what is or into the your model. life. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it, actually, what it does is it brings it into your life, which, which you're, that's why I said the comment in the beginning. Work is part of everyone's life. Whether you, whatever level of meaning you attribute to it, it's that's still right. part of your life. Correct. That's kind of what I was saying before. Yes. I totally understand people value yeah, their work differently. differently. I mean, an athlete probably values what they're doing differently than somebody else does, right? Um, right or wrong, right? There's no examples of that. I think the 200% life says basically if you're willing, if you're going through what you're going through or working where you're working, or have the responsibilities, the other responsibilities, why not live 
fully while you're doing that. And the, the thing is, what you find is when you actually do that, you actually end up getting the promotion. You get up getting a tap or somebody else comes to you from another job and you end up ultimately finding more fulfillment in your roles between probably a combination of you either getting out of your own way in the role that you're in and then either staying in that role and really enjoying it or other people viewing you and having the alignment of life come in there and you physically move jobs or positions or different things like that that opens up to something else differently but the start of all that is you have to really be okay like that's that is the the essence of bringing any spirituality into the workplace. It at the the essence of that has to be that I wake up and again you've detached yourself from the outcome. Now, when I say that, it doesn't mean that you're not laser focused on goals or you that you aren't goal oriented in your business. Those are just things that you do, but there's a separate attachment as to your being able to witness the fact that you're here playing here and you're always remembering like this North star that you have, this North pole star is what, you know, a lot of uh, yogis have referred to it as this North pole star is that I'm here. Sure. I'm playing in business and I have these cool goals and it'd be fun to make this money or do these different things. But at the same time, I'm not going to forget that the reason why I'm here is to evolve. And so regardless of whatever I'm putting myself into, whether that's being a parent, whether that's alone time, then I get bored, whether that's me being in business, whether that's being in a conversation with your employee, whatever that is, or vice employee talking to their boss or to their manager, you're literally always going, wow, I'm witnessing this experience. I'm able to be here and I'm going to evolve and allow the experience to work its way through me, which is the liberation process that everybody's after. So business becomes this wonderful conduit for your liberation. And that's the whole entire point because there's so many, if you just went and hid in a cave, right? That's why, you know, I, we were talking about titles, the 200% life book, right? And like, one of the things is like, you know, you don't have to meditate on top of a mountaintop. And that was really 12, 13 years ago. I used to say that a lot and very frequently because I was trying to answer the question of like, Hey, I don't like, what's this whole personal spiritual growth, uh, path about. And yeah, I don't want to go sit in a cave and figure it out. Right. Like that's not what I do. And what you ultimately, what I've ultimately come to discover is that life is actually your path. Life is the liberator for you. You just have to be willing to be liberated while, let me explain what that is, just means the liberation just means that I'm willing to allow the event. I understand events feel different. If you're not hitting your goals in business, morale may be down and you're going, wow, this is different. This feels like a different aspect of it. Or conversely, if you're succeeding, that feels different too. Both of those are going to, you're going to be, I don't care who you are, you're going to experience all of those in your life. That is the human experience. The goal is to allow that to actually work its way through you purifying you, clearing you, removing some scars, whatever you want to refer to it as, you're just becoming clearer so that things become undisguised. And what they are is you can, again, you can be laser focused. If you want to learn to play the piano, great. You're going to have goals of first, let me learn these keys, right? And then you have a next set of goals and you're going to have frustrations along the time. If you're going to be an athlete and learning to play sports, those things are going to happen. If you're learning to play spirituality or life, you're going to have frustrations that because your ego is going to get involved. Your past, your, your primal instincts are going to get involved your behavior patterns are going to get involved. I was listening to this podcast yesterday and they were talking about just fighting and how for a male, it's like, it's so naturally ingrained in all of us 
to, um, to basically not feel, uh, humiliated. And they were talking about, they've worked with like the top MMA fighters. And they said the number one fear they had was not about them getting hurt. It was actually about letting their family down or humiliating themselves and their family. So it's this natural byproduct that kind of happens there. And so again, you could be an MMA fighter or in business. It's still, you're now great. I'm going to go out there and I happen to be in a competitive fighting situation, whether you like it or not, that's the sport and people choose to go in there and do that. You can still let go of that humiliation that you're feeling. That's the point of working on the 200% life. So whatever you're doing, something's being hit in there at some point that you're going through and you get to go, huh, I can let that go. And as you let that go, then it opens up this whole new arena that you go, wow, this could be my opportunity to really evolve myself, right? I, I firmly believe we're here in this world to evolve the real you, your soul, your Atman, the shock, whatever it is, you're here to revolve yourself, evolve yourself. The only way to do that is to work on yourself. So therefore the 200% life is really playing in the hundred percent life, whatever your nature happens to be, whatever you feel like you need to go do yet while you're doing any of these activities, you're, you're, you're working through letting that process and really letting yourself go. Maybe nothing for that. <laughs> I thought you were done. No, I was, no. Um, well, I mean, that's really, and that's, so when people ask, like, how do you bring spirituality into the workplace? There's some techniques you can do. And I think we've shared some of them, but part of it is, is like, you know, every time you walk, you get out of your car, if you're going in there, every time you turn your computer on, right. Every time you go to check your email or whatever it is, you can always just pause for a second and bring awareness back into why you're doing everything before you're about to have a tough conversation with somebody bring awareness. Okay, great. I get this tough conversation is going to feel different, right? I mean, how many tough conversations have you had in business, right? That you're like, man, I really don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's going to feel different, right? You're not, you're not saying it's like the feeling you like or don't like. You're just like, I know this is going to feel different. If I have to fire somebody, it's going to feel different than hiring somebody. So then you go, okay, I can handle this feeling. Because the thing is, if you can't, life is very, very simple. It's very simple. It's just unfolding and you're interacting with it. Right. And you're, and you're only doing, and I get that if you go hit somebody in the head with a bat, you're probably going to go to jail. So you could say, well, no, I dictated my future. I get it. I'm talking about the much larger perspective of things. You're not doing any of this. It's just unfolding. All of this is the fact that the earth has been here for billions of years. The fact that, you know, the only reason why you got into this job was because this person, you know, 30 years ago moved over here. Everything has this cause and effect event that translated to putting you here. It's already doing all of that for you. And so then you wake up and go, great. Then how do I just experience what's in front of me? That's what I mean by life is actually very simple. And then I'm not saying the roles you play in life can be simple. The, the feelings could be challenging. The issues can be challenging. There's times work can be challenging. Being a parent can be challenging. Being Having a dog can be challenging. All of these things, right? Money, all the things that are in the external world are designed to have challenges so you can actually explore why you're feeling the way you are. And it's not about trying to get rid of, like I, I said this to yesterday, some of the phone, they go, well, sometimes I get angry and I try to fix the anger and I go, you can't fix anger. It's like it, the anger's nature is to be angry. And all that's all you're really saying there is when I feel anger as it has a, a certain vibrational feeling to it, right? Because you feel anger, you could, then we've labeled it anger. So when you're feeling anger, right? When you're feeling that, it's just you're, ex, you're experiencing what anger's nature is, which is that. The key is to actually experience it. It's like the example you gave, I gave yesterday was like, all of a sudden, if you think jealousy is gone for 10 years and all of a sudden you walk into a room and you see either, you know, 
your partner dancing with somebody or doing something or your business partner going to talk to somebody else and you get jealous they may have them. You go, wow, I didn't, I didn't think I even had jealousy anymore. Look at it, it showed back up. Welcome to the party. I haven't experienced you for a while. That's the liberation part of it you can use for business because again, we every opportunity in business in life really, but really in, in business context gives you, you know, a, a platform that you wouldn't sign up for. It's the same thing with like when you are in the Navy, you go through a rigorous training process. When you go into the Navy SEALs, it is what, a hundred times, I don't know what it is, 10 times harder, 15 times harder, 50 times harder to pass because you know going in there is going to be a different experience, right? It's going to be very hard mentally to go through those experiences. And so you do that. And, and frankly, anybody that has became a Navy SEAL and went through, let's just call it hell week, right? They wouldn't be able to actually probably do that on their own. They wouldn't be able to suffer to that level unless they're actually in that environment. So that environment gave them the ability to suffer or let go, whatever is at that level. The same thing with business and life, life is giving you these opportunities to to liberate yourself, to work on yourself, then that becomes clear. And then you get to take that and you get to do wonderful things in business, right? Whether that's selling real estate or whether that's, you know, building an AI company or whatever it is, you get to just go and, and express yourself here as if it's a, it's an open canvas to, to continue to do what you want to do. But the ultimate root of all of this though, is that if you have any level of fear here, you will, you will always be tied to something. And that's the ultimate source. So jealousy or anger or frustration, all of those, if you drill it down deep enough, there's a fear there. And so when you say life is simple, if you're willing to be okay with whatever life is, then the fear starts to slip away. It doesn't go away immediately. It takes years or sometimes a lifetime, but you keep working through that. And that's what you keep letting go of. You're letting go of the resistance to your interaction of the world. You're letting, you're letting go of the resistance of that pull that's inside there. And that is using spirituality at work. The gear, great example of this, if somebody sends you an email and you know, I always, you know, an email or somebody's calling you, you see the caller ID and it's somebody you don't even want to talk to and you instantly get disturbed. That's when you go, great. They're calling me. I didn't ask them to call me. They're calling me. I'm going to let go of this resistance and then I'm going to deal with the phone call. And that's just you being centered. That's just being clear, but that's using work as your basis of spirituality. And so when we think about using business as this conduit for our spiritual or personal growth, I mean, that's really it, right? What else would you say you do to kind of work on yourself in that, that level? I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Um, well, sometimes I think of, um, imposter syndrome a lot when I think about the whole working on yourself and working through the spirituality through work. Like sometimes before I have co coaching calls, I am like, oh my gosh, I, I, what do I know? How much more do I know? Uh, this is all imposter syndrome. I don't know enough to actually help these people. What if I don't bring enough value? What are they going to think of me? All of, all yeah. of those things go through, which is much less than it, than it used to. But yeah, you've um, proved tremendously on that. Isn't that the root though cause like a fear? Yeah, it's fear. Yeah. yeah, it's fear of not being good enough. Good enough or not being loved or not being supported. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's not the for me it's not the love. It's like not being smart enough, being able, yeah. you know, smart enough or or but good isn't enough that to when, provide value. Wouldn't you trace that back if somebody says, Well, there's a fear of not being good enough, mm -hmm. then that would translate to somebody in my life not may not think I'm good enough and therefore may not care about me or love me or support me or something along those lines. No. I don't know. It doesn't go that far. For, that doesn't go in that direction. I always wonder me. if there was a connection because you think about back when we're in tribal societies, which again, 
for hundreds of thousands of years we were there and if you got kicked out of your tribe it was actually death so like there's right. like this instant fear that's like if i'm not good enough to the group well yeah you need to belong belong yeah like i need we don't have that issue anymore but we haven't our 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 animal bodies have not in primal instincts have not evolved past that which is why mm-hmm. these things trigger sometimes in a business setting which if you get fired or you get thrown out or your business fails, it's not like you're going to be thrown out of the tribe, right? Like, and then like instant death. Right. But that's how we, we put, we almost put that pressure on ourselves. Don't we? Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Because of that natural instinct of like, well, if I'm thrown out of this tribe, right? Like, oh my God, like what, how am I going to live life? And like, well, you just go live your life. <laughs> it's, it's Yeah. But there's so many other second, there's second. Yes. And yes. In theory, that is true. But I mean, there's all a million other fears and things that come in. Like, where am I, how am I going to make money if I lose where now I don't have any friends? Cause all my friends were my work friends that like, there's all these like secondary consequences. Oh, to- I'm not saying there's fears. not things you have to deal with. I'm just saying if you let go of all of that though, that's the only way to truly be okay. Yes. Is, is, is to, is to realize and be self-aware that sure. I wouldn't want to lose my friends and it would probably hurt. You know, because I'm going through that phase and it'd probably be there. Not me personally, but I'm just saying like if you went through that phase, it would hurt or if, any of those things. But then you would you would realize that there's a whole other path. I mean, there's plenty of people that have lost everything or whatever that is and continue on. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying there's that there's a I think there's a deeper fear in there that is instinctual in a lot of us that we pay way too much attention to. And that's why like the so spirituality is actually recognizing that. How do you know you even have that experience? Well, because I'm in here. Now I'm aware that there's, there's deeper level instincts things. So you just don't act upon it. Isn't that part of being a human sapien? What's it, the deeper fear? Well, there's the, the deeper fear of being of the primal fear of being um, thrown out or, or oh, out of a okay. society, which would mean death for death. you. Yeah. And so we've just now brought this into a business setting, right? Of, or whatever it is, or to, to the workplace or to a friend group. Whereas again, you could have no friends. I'm not saying this is what it is. I'm saying you could have none of that. You'd, and you'd still be fine. In fact, you don't have to even get money and you'd still be fine in terms of security of things for the most part in our, in our society. It's just, so again, it's, it's the, the, the basis of that though, is to, how do you wake up with, with recognizing that that fear exists and then just paying attention to it when it shows up, it doesn't, and I don't mean giving energy, just being like, oh, there it is. You just mm-hmm. be objective with it. Wow. The fear, cause the th- all these emotions show up for me all the time, right? Like it's just different ones and it's like, they show up and I go, huh, there it is. Wow. That frustration really just jumped in right there. Not gonna, not gonna touch it, but there it is. It wants me to, and they're just doing its thing. And then it, and the thing is, then it goes away, because that's really what you're. If you're interacting and frustration shows up there, it's not like you asked frustration to show up. It doesn't really serve anybody any good. It just is there instantly, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And then when it's there, you go, okay, it's there. You recognize it. Maybe you walk out. Maybe you go and you've got to, you know, again, we've talked about this before. You go and you exercise, or you go meditate, or you go journal, or you go listen, or you go write, or whatever it is that you that you do to get that out of there. Come back to center for all those things. But the, the key to that, though, is that if you can just be aware that these things show up all the time and they're going to without you asking them to show up. And then when they do, you just don't engage with them. You just experience what they are. That's part of the whole human emotion experience. Right. So I think um, when we think about how or the techniques around bringing business and the spirituality at first, the self-awareness is that the goal isn't to get rid of the emotions because 
if people take that approach, they're going to go fight with the emotions. The goal is to first be self-aware of the emotions and ultimately what will happen is they just have no power over you and they start to hold you less and less and less. And then when, when the anger shows up, it just shows up for a second and then it starts to move away. It's going to use that analogy. That it's like writing on water. It's, it shows up, it hits there and it kind of moves off. And that's really the goal for all of this. And then again, there's a lot of techniques you can do along the way, right? So you meditate to be aware that you have all these thoughts and these experiences that go on. Great. You come out and you try to, you, you can emulate that in the external world. That's a 200% life. You can show up in your office and every time you walk through a door, you kind of remind yourself of your North Star. I'm here to grow myself, right? I'm here to contribute. I'm here to not get, and I'm also here to recognize that there may be things that I'm not unaware of that show up and great. I get to work through those as well too. That's part of being in business, right? That or you see the phone call or you get the email. You have a question or you wrote something down. Uh, it's an idea for um, oh. something else that I'm working on. Awesome. Perfect. <laughs> so again, so then let's work on the, the bit in the business context of how to bring more spirituality into business. I think the model for that is first, I just want people to be aware right? Just being aware that these emotions exist and they're going to show up and being aware that you're now in an environment where things are, you can't control everything anymore. You know, I actually was thinking about this the other day. Our world defines success in almost the, uh, and what most people are defining success in our world is if you go get enough power or if you go get enough money, you'll be able to manipulate people, places, and things so that you really don't have to work on your world. It's kind of what people are saying. It's like, if you go get that level of success and you don't have to worry about what people are saying about you, or you have to do those different things. That's why money always exaggerates who you are. It doesn't change who you are. It just exaggerates the natural per. That's why people can kind of, they, they feel they can be themselves and they have a tremendous amount. I'm not I'm generally speaking here, mm-hmm. but that's what, you know, I was thinking about this when, when he said it, it's like our society says, go get all of these things. And essentially what they're saying though, without saying this is that when you have all this stuff, you be, you can now not necessarily care about these things and you have enough money or power or influence or fame that you've kind of hit those things. I, I know there's some other things there, mm-hmm. but you see what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of what we're taught about. The definition of success is go get what you want so that you don't have to worry about changing your inner life. That's I mean, that's kind of what people are like. That's what, everyone is kind of pointing everybody to go get what you want. I'm not saying not goals, right? I'm not saying that. I don't even think that the inner life is even part of that sentence when, when we're taught about, it's not even, it's not even like, Oh, go be successful. So you don't have to worry about your inner life. It's just like, just go be successful and you'll be happy. Exactly. And I think what they're saying is that by, by default, if you become successful, then you can have enough money to kind of manipulate the world to be relatively okay. And I want to, let me give you an example of that. Meaning like if you have enough money, you can hire somebody to clean your house. You can hire somebody to clean your cars. You can go in whatever type of, you know, vacations you want to do. So great. Now I have that. And so now I can manipulate through money, right? The world around me to get it relatively okay. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's what they're kind of saying. And yeah. so they're saying is if you go get these things, you'll be happy because you'll be able to manipulate it and get the experience from the outside that you want. Mm-hmm. The problem with that is it just doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. And, but that's what people are kind of teaching everybody. It's just, it was, yeah. Thankfully I think that that is changing over the past I couple hope of so. years. Yeah. I mean, I, feel I know like we are. That, yeah. I mean, I think I've seen it change definitely in the business world. Yes. Hopefully it's going to start trickling down to 
the, yeah. the kiddos and, yeah. and then they'll, they'll take it and it won't even be an issue in yeah. 10 or 20 years. Exactly. But, um, so for today, just again, think about your definition of success and that that's really what you're trying to do. Again, it's not about not having goals. That's the thing. This is where people get tripped up. It's like, so you're telling me that I can't have a goal. No, it's not renunciation. It's not that at all. It's not about not having things. It's not about not having goals. It's the detachment from them. Again, it doesn't mean like if you go win the Super Bowl, you're going to feel different than losing the Super Bowl. So great. If the goal is to go win the Super Bowl, go win it. But if you don't win it, you're going to experience what it's like not to win. And yet you're in there going, wow, this feels completely different than winning. That is the separation of what it is. This isn't exactly probably how you would describe it, but this is how I understand it. Better, at least for myself right now which is it's not a, so you set a goal and you, maybe you don't, you hit it, you don't hit it, but you, you know, you let go of the outcome, you detach yourself from the outcome. How I think about it is not that, Oh, I'll still be okay. But basically like uh, how I think about it is that it doesn't, whether or not I achieve the goal or whatever the external outcome is, doesn't dictate my self-worth. Exactly. That's how yes, inner I, experience. Yeah. I, but that's not how I would say it. That resonates with me. I just say, because I, my worth personally yeah. is so attached to, yep a success and achievement that if I, I, ha- I have to constantly tell myself, like, even if I don't yes. hit it or it doesn't go the way I want it to, it still means that I'm you're okay. Still, yeah. Okay. But also just like a value of yeah. some sort. Yeah. That's a good way of saying it. And I want to say, okay, that means that you're and just by definition to be clear when you say, okay, that's like, you're full of ecstasy and yeah, no, joy. I don't feel that way, but I'm just saying, but like, yeah. that's like the real you back there is so constant. Like, it's like, it's like you're looking at a kid and the kid thinks their toy at six years old is everything, right? It's like everything. And I'm going this with even teenage daughters right now. Like it's like teenage daughter, but like they think sometimes they get so caught up in like that it's their whole world right there. And you're going, no, it's not. It has nothing to do with that. It's not even going to matter. But I understand your experience, right? I understand you're going through that phase. It's kind of like where adults are trapped. It's like they get caught in this thing and they're like, there's, they think it's all this matters so much. And you're going, no, it's fun. It's part of your experience, but that's not what matters. It's not. But the, so then, but what, what matters just the is that you're experience? willing, no, it's not just the inner experience. Okay. It's, it's that you're willing to look objectively at your inner experience. It's not like you're tied to any of these things. So that's what the problem is, is people have tied their worth, their value, their support, their love to these roles that you play, to these outcomes that people have, mm-hmm. to the to basically being and trying to get away from the fear. And the minute they've tied themselves to it, you're now tied to it. So now you will go up and down based on the rims of life. And then you go out there and go, I don't want to go up and down anymore. So I need to become more successful, which means if I go successful, I don't have to go up and down anymore because I can control people better. And then I can control people better. I have a better control of getting my, my outer life. So my inner life is relatively okay. And that's what people do. Instead of going, I'm just not going to play that game. And I go, I don't really know what's going to happen in life, but I know that I can, I can work on myself in every experience that I have. That's it. And then that's, that is what the 200% life means. And so then you bring in the, the, the spirituality component into a business context. It's like, man, you get to work on yourself every single day because there's so many things that happen. I'm afraid about setting up this appointment. What if this person quits? What if this person does this? What? And you go, great. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to show up to do the best that I can do. And we have goals as a company. And I don't know the, the actual outcome of all these things. We can't. It's cause an event. I can have a probability that Hallie's going to be here by the end of the day, right? Or the probability that you're going to do a certain number of sales. You don't really know. And then you just go, okay, okay, I'm okay with that. That's what I mean. Life is simple. I can be okay with that. Then let me show up and, and just be 
experiencing what I'm experiencing. So if you're experiencing a downturn, I'm experiencing this, then how can I get better at it? Then you set a goal and you read books, you get better. You hire people, you do any of this stuff, listen to podcasts, nothing wrong with that. You just go get better at it. But then you're always the background. This is what I, the point you're always, has this North star. You're going, okay, I'm going to do all this. I'm going to read these books. I'm going to get better at this stuff. But this is all about me evolving who I am, the real I am. And that is what you work on through all of this. And if you do, that becomes so clear that then you just go out there. And again, you may feel, you know, you may find yourself being focused on different things, but you just keep continuing to go back to that. So the first step I would do this is when you think about business and spirituality is making sure that a, there's some techniques you can use that we talked about, but number one is just being very self-aware of the experience that you're having and objectively looking at it. I promise you, if you do that, you're 99% there. everybody before you go Helen and I wanted to ask you for a favor as business owners you understand that reviews and testimonials are an essential part of growing your business and reaching new audiences well from two business owners to another we would be incredibly grateful if you could support us by leaving a review it does really help us get the podcast in the hands of other conscious business owners so thank you